0: What's up, people? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Roush. In this episode, I interview Ross Meglin, who is chairman of the Quinnipiac Bobcat Sports Network. He's also a journalism student here in the school. We're going to talk about QBSN. We're going to talk about how he transferred to Quinnipiac and what his career plans are. This show is produced by Evan Koch. Thanks for listening. Ross, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. I could not be more excited. It's been a while, and uh, I've been waiting for the invite, and I finally got it. I'm excited.
0: All right. (laughs) Uh, So for those uh, listeners who are not familiar, explain to them what QBSN is.
1: Yeah, well, great question. QBSN is probably one of the fastest growing student media organizations on campus right now we broadcast live games for all 21 or as many of the 21 division one sports we have on campus we have pre-game articles post-game articles written all by students we have live social media work at all of those division one games and we also have a new podcast that we produce in collaboration with the Quinnipiac Chronicle so it's expanding it's growing and we do a lot of game day stuff for all the sports we have here
0: and you in particular were one of the uh, one of the beat reporters for the men's basketball team. Yes. So what what does that involve?
1: Well, that's one of the greatest experiences I've had at Quinnipiac, and that's with Q thirty Sports. And we go to all the men's basketball games that we can. We'll record them on camera, and then do more post game work. We'll interview Baker and some of the players and things like that, and we'll break down the game from a different aspect and. QBSN is more of the game day during the game type updates while Q30 will attack the coverage from a post game aspect and with highlights and a rebound of the action with game analysis and things like that and breaking down gameplay and things like that.
0: And so 21 sports so QBSN has students going to every event that's most of them yeah okay that, I mean that sounds like a lot of students and a lot of coverage. As, as chairman of QBS, and how do you coordinate all that?
1: Yeah, well, it's it's not all me. I can't take all the credit. I, okay. have, a, I have a lot of people, a lot of the e-board members that are a great supporting staff. Uh, Griffin Cass and Eric Kerr, to name a few, have supported me quite a bit. They're the broadcast managers, and they uh, they organize a lot of that scheduling and things like that for me. So that they're a tremendous amount of help, but it is, it is a lot, and we unfortunately aren't able to cover all... 21 teams but we do as much as we can we're at every game and we try to cover as much as we can we even had some people covering the esports team down in atlantic city during their mac tournament in mid-march so we try to reach as much as we possibly can and it's tough but we try our best
0: and and what is the goal here Uh, is the goal to to give everybody who's uh, interested in going into sports communication some experience and doing play by play or color or or what's the what's the goal for yeah. the students?
1: Yeah, I think for my goal when I came in as a general member was to gain as much experience as possible. And now as I've grown into that chairman role, I wanna help everyone grow and give back as much as I've been given from this organization in any aspect that they can. So I think a lot of people come to me with new ideas a lot of the first years this year came in and said hey i want to try this and i say hey if you want to do it we'll do everything we can to give you that opportunity to make sure you get out of this organization what you want so as long as we're giving people the experience and the knowledge and the reps that they want in this organization then it's um mission accomplished
0: okay good deal and and do most of the people uh at qbsn want a career in sports communications yes okay absolutely i I guess the one that that i'm that i'm always amazed by is 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 Kalen, who's a law student i know but she's doing play-by-play and shooting shooting photography
1: yeah she does it all and she's a name i failed to mention before with eric and griffin she's she's a swiss army knife in this organization yeah. and um she literally does everything and as you mentioned in the school of law so she is does not have that communications background necessarily but she's been a huge help with q30 in the years past and this year with qbsn
0: yeah Ross, you went to a, another college your freshman year. I did. Uh, w- w- what made you decide you wanted to transfer to Quinnipiac, and how did you find Quinnipiac?
1: Yeah, well, I originally applied to Quinnipiac right out of college, or right out of high school, excuse me, and um, I ended up going to Springfield College up in Massachusetts, and it just, it didn't offer exactly what I was looking for. It was more, not, um, it's more of the news route, I guess, and And then as I've attacked both sports and news this year and in my time at Quinnipiac, I wanted a more sports-centric education, I guess, in terms of broadcasting and journalism and things like that. And it it just wasn't up to par with what I was uh, expecting. I came from a high school that had phenomenal broadcasting and journalism classes and things like that, so I needed a step up so I found Quinnipiac and it was the right fit right away and I if I could go back in time I would have come here all for all four years but uh we got three so it's I'll make it count.
0: And and what made you decide Springfield in in the beginning?
1: Yeah so it was a school that were like I mentioned I had a student in high school who was two years ahead of me who graduated out of the going for journalism and I had followed his path and I was kind of He was my mentor in some ways in high school, and he ended up going to Springfield for journalism. Okay. And so I took his word for it, and I said, hey, I'm following you. I followed you in high school. I can't help but trust that you have the right idea going into Springfield. And uh, I think that's when I realized our paths kind of differed a a bit, and he wanted to go one way, and I was following him down a path I didn't necessarily want to go down at that time. So I made the decision to switch and uh, made it here.
0: So you, you've mentioned this past year you've done uh, sports, but you've also done some news. As, as you start thinking about graduation in May, what, what are you looking to do?
1: Yeah, and um, I'm glad that I did that news a little bit this year because it's it's the biggest and most um, acceptable option, it feels like, as an MMJ coming out of college because there's so many MMJ news jobs that if you—I I actually had a job offer recently that said if they put out a sports reporter position they would get a hundred applicants within a day if they put in a news reporter position they'd be lucky if they got five so the news is much more competitive or much less competitive than sports yeah but and so i think it's important to have both in your um in your toolbox and i know the question is coming and you kind of just asked what my future is going to be and i'm Asking myself that every single day, <laughs> I could go down a bunch of different roads, and it's it's just so challenging because Quinnipiac provides you with so many options, and they provide you in so many different ways that you could be successful that now I have to choose one. And uh, yeah. that's it's a good problem to have. There's no doubt about that, but it's it's tough to, to really narrow it down and say, what do I really want to do, and what's going to make me happy?
0: And are you looking to stay in the Northeast?
1: Yeah, I, I think— the Northeast. We're not going to, we're
0: not going to do a Stephen Pappas and and (laughs) go to Louisiana. Hey, you never know.
1: Steve Pappas, we talk about him all the time. (laughs) Um, it's funny. I, I I could see myself doing that. I don't know when the opportunity provides itself. Would I actually pull the trigger on that? I'm not sure, but I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened, but I don't know. The Northeast is where I've been for 22 years. So I don't, I don't know if I'm leaving anytime soon.
0: I I don't know if Steven ever told you this, but when he told me he was he was when he was graduating he was going to Louisiana, I was like Stephen, do you realize how big the mosquitoes are in Louisiana? <laughs> <laughs> he had never been to Louisiana no. and he accepted that job.
1: That's that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing great though.
0: Yeah, uh, Ross, tell me about the Bristol Blues. You yes. interned for the Bristol Blues last summer. What was that?
1: Yeah, that was great. I uh, it was I pr- pretty much was a Swiss Army knife for them in certain ways. I didn't I don't even know what my exact title was they called me the production assistant for the team in terms of helping the broadcast team and things like that. But I did a whole lot more than that with video production and team film rooms and stuff like that. I, I was doing a lot. So mainly I was providing stats and um, getting that sort of thing ready for the broadcast team prior to the game, during the game and post game. I was then running around the stadium with all the cameras and th- things like that, making sure that was set for both the broadcast and the film that the players needed as, um, as far as the pitcher angles and things like that, the yeah. batter angles and stuff like that, so they could go back and watch film. So I pretty much just accumulated more responsibility as the summer went on. So, And that was because of what Quinnipiac taught me, to be honest with you, and how I was able to say, yes, I know how to do that. I can do that too. And they just kept giving me stuff because I could handle it, and it was a ton of fun.
0: And that's a, that's a college Uh, summer league it is yeah it is
1: and it's based out of the northeast just in Connecticut obviously and uh I don't think anyone from Quinnipiac played on the team but I know there was a bunch of players from Quinnipiac that played against them on other teams
0: yeah I've never I've never been to see them play I've been to see the New Britain team right play uh and and I think two years ago when I went they had they had somebody from Quinnipiac on the team but I don't remember who it was uh, you also interned for the Valley Shore Community Television. What what was that?
1: Yeah, so that was during the summer of 2020. So that was basically when everything was shut down and all internship opportunities prior were canceled or pushed online or something like that. So I consider myself very lucky to have acquired that one. And that was through a connection from my high school. A former um, high school alum has worked with the teacher who had the journalism program in high school to create the Valley Shore Uh, community channel and in Westbrook Connecticut so I asked hey you got any work for me to do over the summer just to get reps and things like that and again I was the production assistant for them where they just have a bunch of very random shows scheduled throughout the week both live and pre-recorded that I provided different roles behind the scenes as director producer and audio camera all the different positions that you have behind the scenes of shows and I just helped out as much as I could and and ended up getting credit for Quinnipiac through that for the internship credit but that was a ton of fun I had it's through that the HK my high school community so it was great to work with them again and provide work that I don't normally get all that much I'm normally in front of the camera so to get that experience behind the camera was invaluable in a time where not a whole lot of people were doing anything so I I, like I said I was very lucky to get that one
0: And, and what kind of content are we talking about
1: Everything, every really? type of content. Yeah, okay. I was performing some, going out and making some packages on and Asset Beach down in Madison, Connecticut, or making a recording. People wanted to just have a mini concert inside the studio or something like that. Community network television is really whatever the network or community wants it to be. So yeah. anyone could sign up or rent out the studio for an hour. So we, we saw some interesting things for sure.
0: Any any Wayne's World type uh, <laughs> type shows?
1: There were some. There were some weird <laughs> weird interviews that kind of got. We were sitting there just saying, "Hey, we're we're just doing a job here." But <laughs> it was we had to do it. It was bizarre. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ross, uh, as you start thinking about graduation, what, what are you going to miss the most about Quinnipiac?
1: Yeah, it's tough. I, you know, we just had the QBSN chairman elections for for next year, and Emily Sweeney won that election. I'm super proud of her, and she'll be taking over QBSN next year. And I think back, it's I feel like I'm already getting phased out, which <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for <laughs> or not. But uh, when I think back about it, being chairman of QBSN, without a doubt, has been my best uh, accomplishment and what I've enjoyed the most about being here. I just, I've learned a lot about myself, a lot about media, journalism, students, and sports. I've learned everything you could ask for in this position. And it's prepared me for so much and provided me with so many memories at Quinnipiac, and I wish I could do it for another year or two, but unfortunately, that's not how it works. But being chairman of QBSN, no doubt about it, is the absolute best thing that's happened to me.
0: All right, give me give me a dream job. If dream I job. if I uh, uh, looked up Ross Meglin ten years <laughs> from now or fifteen years from now, what would be the dream job for you?
1: All right, uh, dream job pretty much what Jim Nance is doing right now. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Yes. Uh, (laughs) He's doing March Madness, the biggest March Madness games. He's doing the Masters in golf. I love golf. He does the football Super Bowl every couple years. And I'm a baseball guy as well. He doesn't do baseball. So I guess Joe Buck would be the other guy. But um, Yeah. yeah, being one of those top guys on one of the top networks doing any of the top sports, basketball, golf, baseball, football, that would be the absolute dream being one of the the Al Michaels, Jim Nance, or Joe Buck type names would be, would be the best.
0: You, you didn't mention his Capital One commercials with Charles <laughs> Barkley
1: You only see those once a year <laughs> right, around this time of year, and they're the best ones you got. They're better than any Super Bowl commercials, in my opinion.
0: I I, I love the one uh, for for Chuck's Cuts, yeah, the barbershop <laughs> one.
1: Yeah, Nance goes bald by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all he knows how to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's great.
0: <laughs> all right, since you mentioned baseball, give me give me a favorite team. Red Sox. Excellent, yep. all-time favorite Red Sox player David Ortiz, big poppy. Yep. Are you going?
1: Going to a game this year? No, going oh, to the, the Hall, Hall of fame, fame induction. Hall of Fame. I've been thinking about it actually. If I can make it, I definitely would like to.
0: Um, I'm just going to warn you. Yep. Because I've already booked my hotel. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you there then. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have to stay far away if you're if you're just now booking. Yep. Uh-oh. So uh Oh. So I I booked uh, too late. Mine and my youngest son's hotel the night before the election results were announced. Oh, so you knew. You were confident. I I was pretty confident. I figured I could cancel. That's fair. And and I'm still eight miles away from Cooperstown. Wow.
1: So Forget it, then. If I haven't even thought about it yet, then I'm not even going. (laughs) It's a day trip, then. (laughs) I'll have to drive there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, Ross, I really appreciate you joining us on this episode of On Common Grounds. Thanks for coming by.
1: Thank you for having me. It was awesome.
0: That was my interview with Ross Meglin who is a journalism student here in the School of Communications and chairman of the Quinnipiac Bobcat Sports Network. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Rausch. I'm the dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by Evan Koch, who also does the music. Lauren Scupo, another student here in the School of Communications, does our social media. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QU Podcasts. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is QU at QU.edu. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening.